James turned, regaining his balance, he noticed the three boys heading his way, darting from the alley across the lane. No! He couldn't lose the treasure now! Frantic, he dove toward the pile, his patched trousers providing little protection as he slid on his knees toward the basket. When his numb fingers gripped the smooth wooden handle, he almost cried out in relief, but he couldn't rest. If he didn't get the basket and leave immediately, he'd have a fight on his hands. Aye, he was good, but against three, he wouldn't have a chance. He lifted the basket, clutching it to his chest, and turned, preparing to flee. His glee was short-lived as he ran directly into a hard chest that smelled of unwashed body and ale. Before he had time to react... Firm fingers pinched his left ear, hard. Caught ye, ye thief! James cried out, stumbling to his knees. The basket fell from his hands, the potatoes and turnips bouncing across the lane, splashing through snowy puddles. He could save them, if only he could scoop them up before another coach rounded the corner and smashed them to bits. No, sir, I swear I wasn't stealing. I found the basket in the lane. Was just left there, it was. Up with ye. The man pulled hard, forcing James to his feet. He bit his lower lip, refusing to cry out, although it felt as if his ear was being torn clean away. The food was gone, but he had more important things to worry about now. James stumbled after the burly constable toward an enclosed wagon. Already the other children were streaming over the basket of food. James could only watch them, his hope fading as he was shoved into a wagon, the door slammed shut. He gripped the bars of the single tiny window and peered out onto the road. Gone. All of it. Picked over by hungry rats. With a cry of anger and frustration, he slammed his fist against the bars. "'Won't do ye any good,' a man chuckled behind him. "'Why don't ye come over here? Let me have a look at ye.' James spun around, spotting the beast standing in the corner. "'Sod off!' The man laughed, stumbling as the wagon took a sharp corner. "'Young lad, ye won't last long where we're going, "'but maybe I can protect ye for the right price.' "'A shiver of unease raced over his skin, "'but he refused to show his fear. "'Where he was from, a man who couldn't control his emotions "'was as good as dead. "'Where is he taking us?' "'To visit the Queen, of course,' he cackled, "'laughing so hard he fell into the dirty straw "'in the corner of the wagon.' and merely lay there. His laughter drifted away, and after a few moments the sound of snoring erupted from between his crusty lips. Disgusted, James looked out the window once more. The pale faces of London rushed by as the wagon bumped along a cobbled road. Not one person looked his way. They were too busy with their own desperate lives to worry about an inconsequential poor lad— His panic grew. He'd heard stories of children being taken to prison, whipped and hanged, never to be seen again, and for silly little crimes like stealing a bun. But no one cared. No, he whispered. This couldn't be happening. If he was in the jails, who would feed his mum? 
His sister, please, he cried out, shaking the bars, help me. But the wagon continued on, twisting and turning its way through the narrow streets of London until James's legs gave out and he slumped to the ground. What would his mum think when he didn't appear for dinner? James drew his knees close, trying to get warm, attempting to form a plan, something, anything. Yet when the wagon finally stopped, his mind remained blank. It was over. He'd end up in Newgate. Perhaps he'd hang. His family would starve. The door retched open, squeaking in protest. The constable stood there, his chin covered with dirty grey whiskers, his dark eyes soulless. There was not an ounce of compassion on his bullish face. James would not beg, for the man would not care. Come on, out with ye. Large, dirty hands reached into the...